Hello, and welcome to your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school, uh, whether they're heading off to the college campus, the military base, or simply residential interdependence. As you all already know, I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Lloyd, and on today's episode, we will be talking to a mother and author and a science teacher, Cindy Malone. Let me tell you just a little bit about her. But welcome. Before I do that, welcome, Cindy. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. So let me tell you all this. So Dr. Martin Luther King once said, life's more persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? This has been Cynthia Malone's mantra, if you will. She lives her life always with that question. And as you all see, uh, this is what she does. She's all about helping others. She's been a science teacher for seventh and eighth graders for about 26 years because it's the ideal subject to teach mostly because it does not provide or claim to have answers. In fact, through discovery learning, one is left with even more questions. Imagine that. So through science, she engages and motivates her young students to ask questions, make mistakes, and discover phenomena through their struggles. Uh, Her life has been a gift uh, up until this point, and she has been blessed beyond her wildest imagination, including a tragic event that involved her son, Sam, who attempted suicide due to being a victim of cyberbullying. And so we'll get into that, and we'll talk about that in depth. As a parent, all she wants to do was to take her pain away. Uh, All she wanted to do was to take his pain away and fix it. But Sam knew that only he could fix it. And he is doing just that as we speak. So being alongside Sam throughout his journey of becoming a victor, Cindy discovered what she was meant to do, and that's to search for a solution to the bullying epidemic, if you will. So five years ago, uh, she started an Eagles Rise Up blog at her school and shared her son's story of hope. Uh, The goal of the blog uh, is to provide a safe place for all students to discuss bullying situations and spread kindness. This blog was so successful uh, that her students were like they became kinder to each other. Uh, They began to speak up with greater fluency and they're more self-aware of how their actions impact others, which we all know is important. So to sustain the mission, the Eagles Rise Up students leaders uh, embarked on a challenge to defeat bullying. From this challenge, a book was born. Uh, with every chapter penned by a student author. And she will give more information about that. I'm so excited that Cindy's here with us. So Cindy, welcome again. We're so glad you're here. Yes, um, I'm really looking forward to this because I I really do feel that probably the hardest job that we all have is being a parent Mm -hmm. and really knowing um, what exactly is the right thing to do? Because all of us as parents, we want to do the right thing for our kids. And it's, you know, it's a difficult and it's a fine line to figure it out because if only our kids came with a manual, because Mm -hmm. I have three boys and all three of them are completely different from one another. And what one needs, the other one doesn't. Um, so it's it's really difficult to manage all those different personalities, for sure. I totally agree. I totally agree. So so tell me this. 
what do you think when we think about as a parent and our uh, our teens what do you think just starting off would be like the greatest gift that a parent could give their teen and our children you know that's a question that i always pondered you know um when i first started with my first child and you know you would like to say that it's it's love giving them love but Throughout their journey, um, it is to instill a sense of pride in them. And one of the reasons why that is so important is because they need to, to learn to love themselves. Because once they do love themselves, then they can go and chase after their dreams. They know what is good for them and what, you know, the choices that they make, they realize that it's going to shape their future. So once you give them a sense of pride, um, then everything else falls into place for them. Mm, that's so powerful. That's so powerful is just being clear about how they feel about themselves. And then that yeah. just kind of resonates outward. Awesome. Awesome. So listen, let's just tell me about this book. This is, this book is so exciting and just how you and others uh, wrote it and just um, in an, in an effort to help others. Yeah. So it all stems. Um, I was going around to different schools and talking about the, bullying epidemic. And one of them, um, as you said before, was due to a tragedy um, in my own home. My middle son, Sam, he was cyberbullied. Honestly, it was not the first post that was on Instagram. It was the 46 comments um, that were made afterwards. And several of the comments were made by his so-called friends. At the time, this is when he was a senior, senior in high school. Um, I did not know anything about it because I didn't think to look at his phone um, to figure out what he was seeing on a day to day basis. Um, I saw some signs of not wanting to go to school. You know, his grades were dropping but not to the point where it was like going from like an A to an F. It was just like an A to a B. But there were some signs, but I was not, I think, you know, sometimes life gets so busy that we just don't, maybe I didn't want to look at them at, at the time. I'm not too sure. But one day he said he was not feeling well and he didn't end up going to school and he was home by himself and he took an old car of my dad or my husband's, parked it in the um went into the garage and um turned on the car and for about fifteen minutes the car or after fifteen minutes the car stopped on its own. My husband found him um on the grounds and we rushed him to the hospital. Physically he was not he was not hurt physically his lungs capacity was fine but psychologically and emotionally um he knew it was time for him to get some help and after i found out what exactly um led to the, all of this i was devastated was 
the only thing I could tell other parents is pay attention, pay attention to what is on, what these kids are watching on their phones, um, all these different social platforms or whatever. There's so much negativity that goes on. And a lot of these kids who are trying to find themselves um, feel that that's a way of getting validation and, you know, trying to figure out their identity, it makes it difficult. So, but my son ended up getting the help that he needs and he is quite the inspiration. He does not go around with me. A lot of people ask, can he come, you know, come with you to speak or whatever and tell his side of the story. Um, and he doesn't, but you know, right now he's in the Air Force. He is just a wonderful, wonderful kid. And um, we've always raised him to be kind, but he's just something special. And I think, you know, um, he has found his purpose and why he's still here. So, and that is how, after I went around to the different schools and told the story. You're listening to Your Pointers for Parents podcast where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school to get additional tips tossed and or gems dropped subscribe to our weekly emails by clicking on the link below now back to your pointers for parents podcast and you know basically reminding kids that it's you know it's cool to be kind um, it's not cool to bully each other. Stand up for each other. Be an upstander. Be, um, uh, be a protector for someone who is being bullied. If you see someone that's sitting by themselves, go sit with them. You might find something that you have totally in common with these people. And so that's how the book came about. Uh, my student leaders were so touched by his story. Uh, that we all decided to write a book. And, you know, at first it, it became a joke. We were in a meeting and we were having pizza and I was telling the kids, I'm like, well, you know what? You guys do know that I'm just the science teacher. I'm not a writer. And they're like, oh, you always told us that you're more than that. So she goes, that's how the book was born. And I started with my story and we just took all the different angles um, of the bullying scenarios. So I wrote a story about I'm a bully. Every time I looked at myself in the mirror, I criticized myself. You know, I wish I had longer hair. I wish, you know, that I didn't have freckles. All those things that we tell ourselves that we don't like about ourselves instead of saying the opposite. So, and that's how the book was born. That is awesome. That is awesome. And Sam may have to do maybe a 10 or 15 minute video clip or something. And that way you can take it around with you and you don't even have to answer any questions. <laughs> yes, so... exactly. <laughs> so awesome, awesome, awesome. So, so let me ask you this, Cindy. Do you think as we're talking about bullying and, and just the different angles of bullying, um, do you think that bullying happens on the college campus? And if so, between which relationships and in what aspects do you think? I think it is very frequent um, in college campuses. It's all different relationships. 
you will even see it between a teacher and a student, you know, a bullying situation. Like I know many instances where um, teachers have a certain philosophy and students do not have that philosophy, but they feel that they have to change their perspective in life to meet the expectation of the teacher. You see it all the time where kids, um, they almost like shrink themselves to fit in because they feel that they're not good enough to be within this sorority or this fraternity. And instead of like understanding that if they just have the right mindset, I don't need your opinion of me. I I can be above that. I'm not defined by the way you, the way you see me. And they really just see the beauty within themselves. They could do so much better in a college atmosphere. Um, I do know that one of the things that all my kids have done is they, they always wake up with the right kind of mindset. They find a, a motivational quote or they find um, something that resonates with them. Um, so they can go throughout their day and just have, you know, the attitude of gratitude, being grateful for what they have instead of always comparing themselves to what other people have. And I think that's, that's really important, but you see it like, you know, I see it like, you know, with girlfriends, you know, the boyfriend kind of relationship. And it all stems from just not loving yourself. And we're still trying to find who that self is, but you're, you're just, you know, you're searching for ways to be validated by other people. And then that gives you target, as you can say, that target on your back of, you know, like um, weaker. If they just, just came and confronted it, they they would be so much better. And one of the things that, you know, I I realized, you know, when Sam was going through his journey, was, you know, you can't confront bullying or hate because bullying is a form of hate. Um, you can't, you know, confront it with hate yourself. You got to confront it with kindness, with love and kindness. Cause when you do, the bullying stops. That was one of the things like I, I realized even till this day that a lot of times like students will like report being bullied or whatever, and then they're talked to, and then the perpetrators also talk to, but then nothing happens, and then the bully just finds another target. Instead of, like, teaching both kids how to confront the issue, and in being, instead of becoming, you know, like a bystander, becoming the upstander. So I think that's one of the major things, like I wish in college campuses, they would teach kids how to communicate. And I think a big problem with kids in college, especially at their age, is they don't have those communication skills to do so. And so they do need, they're, there is a moment where they need to be taught how to confront these situations. That's so powerful. Uh, you're mentioning that because um, with them being away from home for four years, 
And looking at the relationships you just mentioned, whether it's faculty student, whether it's in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, it could simply be peer relationships. There's all types of opportunities, if you will, for bullying to take place. And that communication is key. Being able yep. to confront it, as you just mentioned. So, so tell me this, then how can teens um, just consciously and competently and with confidence better manage those relationships so that really is, is non-existent. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I know that, that all my sons have done was, like I told you, is they wake up with that motivational quote. They one of the aspects that I've always taught my kids is, is kindness is always the right answer. There's always an opportunity to do so. Do you know that if someone is like making fun of you or making you feel like low on the totem pole, you look at their character. Don't worry about your so much your reputation because honestly, everyone around when they do something like that, they're not looking at you. They're looking at that person who's just said it because they realize if they're saying that about you, they're going to be saying, they're saying it to everybody. And I think one of the things that we've all noticed, especially my kids, they were saying that usually those are, they're the most insecure individuals because they feel that in order to lift themselves up is to put someone else down. And when my kids or when other kids do the opposite, and guess what? They end up having more t- like truer friends. And I think that's a big lesson that you learn in college is you find out who are the true friends. And instead of wanting just to hang out with the in crowd or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. And Cindy, do you think in just a what hit my spirit moments ago, do you think that, you know, it's just important for students also to trust their own intuition? Like, like, yes. we know, like, like when we're interacting with someone, like we know what our thoughts are and we feel a certain kind yes. of way and to trust that, what are you, what are your thoughts? Oh, there's so, there's so many times that I, whether my kids have been in certain situations or whatever, and one of the biggest statements my husband always would say, if it doesn't feel right, chances mm. are it's not right anymore. Mm. Um, and he goes, you got to trust that instinct. You know, like if something's not right and you're feeling kind of like not good about the situation, it's time to get yourself out of that situation quickly. You know, and it's, it is so important, you know, when you're communicating with someone like I, if you don't have something nice to say, silence is probably your best option. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, like a lot of people feel that standing up for yourself means to be mean. It doesn't mean that at all. It means to respond, always being humble and kind about it. You know, like one of the things, you know, that my son kind of did, you know, like if someone was making fun of like what he was wearing, he's like, oh man, I picked this out or something. I guess you're right. I should have picked something else out. And he made a joke about it. And then the person didn't even know what else to say. You know, like when you respond like, oh gosh, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I picked out something different, but oh, well, you know, and you act like it didn't really bother you. They don't have a place to go further than that. But if you react like, and you get really upset about that mm-hmm. comment or whatever, and you say that that had offended me, they continue. And they capitalize so, off of that situation yes. as opposed to your brushing it off. And then that minimizes it and just gives yeah. less prudence to it. Yeah. I mean, he even went so far, he would say, but like, gosh, you know, I was at lo- actually looking at your shirt and your shirt looks amazing on you. Wish I was, mm. I wish I had that shirt or wow. whatever. And then all of a sudden they just stopped. And I just realized, I'm like, that is just, that's genius. How can you return a mean comment after a compliment? That's pretty yeah. tough to do. That's pretty, you yeah. don't have, there has to be, you have to just be ill-willed in order to come back after yes. a compliment. So resources or programs or anything like that that are offered by schools, are you aware of any that would develop like the needed personality traits? Uh, my second book that does talk about, you know, that positive mindset. And so each day, you know, like you can look at the different quotes and that, that book was made with another teacher. She's actually a kindergartner teacher and she lives up in Canada. So a different, wholly, totally different perspective, um, from here in the United States or whatever, but same things go on there as well. You know, she's more of a poet. I'm not. Um, but you know, I have like each day. Um, and I, I'm also on Twitter. Mm. Um, and each day I do like a, like a Monday mindset, a Tuesday tip, Wednesday wisdom. And I just, you know, at night I come up and certain things that happen during the day or whatever, things that I've observed, um, you know, things that were tough for me, I put them in a, a short quote, um, attach it to like a famous quote, like with Martin Luther King, and it just resonates with people. And I think it's, it's important. You gotta, you have to start within. You have to find all the things that you love about yourself, not what you can become, but what you have now. And what you can improve on. And I just think that's probably the greatest gift that you can give to your child is that is to help them and encourage them to find that special gift inside them. Ah, that is so good. That is so good. My goodness, you just tossed all types of tips throughout this talk. This has been yeah. phenomenal. Any, any else that, you know, maybe you'd like to share with our listeners, any other wise tips or any suggestions or anything along those lines? Uh, If not, we understand because you've shared so many, but if there are any additional ones, that'd be great. Uh, Probably the one that always resonated with me is that Mm -hmm. you're doing okay. Ah. Um, That you're going to make mistakes. Your children are going to make lots of mistakes. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Life is an adventure. Life is going to throw you so many curveballs. But enjoy those beautiful moments that you have because, you know, there's few of them and cherish them. Mm, Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so very much. So I have just been jotting down some takeaways myself and still pride in your teens. And it's cool to be kind 
and that communication that's so critical on the college campus and is helpful if our teens know how to do that more and more effectively. That's phenomenal. So listen, you mentioned, Cindy, that you were on Twitter. And so yes. your your handles, please, either that or Instagram or wherever you are, just in case there are additional questions after we conclude. Sure. It is my hand, my, I don't even know what you call it. My Twitter feed is called <laughs> Dolphins Enlighten. Mm. Dolphins Enlighten, and it is at MSS Bowling Block. Mm. Okay. Yes. You know, I I follow a group called the Starfish Club, and sure, you know the starfish story. That's the little boy that throws the starfish back in the ocean, and a man stops him and says, you're not going to make a difference. There's so many here. He goes, mm-hmm. well... He throws another one in and he goes, well, it made a difference to that one. So it's all about kindness. And if you raise your kids to be kind, you're going you're going to do just fine. I totally agree. Thank you so very much. Remember to follow us, listeners. Remember to follow us on Instagram if you'd like to re-listen to this podcast at Pointers for Parents. Uh, that way you're able to capture all of what Cindy has just mentioned. Also, if you want to ask a question on any future episodes on uh, as far as podcasting questions and answers or anything along those lines, then click the link that's down in our caption in our snow notes. Also, you want to be available for our next episode where you will hear uh, a testimonial. And then I want to thank Cindy again. Thank you so much for being here. These were all types of tips. I know that our listeners gleaned from it. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye. Pointers for Parents Podcast.